today on the Engaging Marketeer podcast, we're going to be looking at Facebook advertising and why a lot of people who try Facebook advertising uh, don't get any results with it. Uh, it's, it's quite simply because there's a lot of things that you need to do with your Facebook ads uh, that mean if you don't do them, they won't work. A lot of ingredients that you need to have that if they're missing, it's going to fall apart. And if you're watching this on, on YouTube, there are some uh, visual aids, some slides that you can look at that will help you along with this. But if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or, or whatever your, your standard uh, podcast listening apparatus may be, uh, then I will go through this so that you don't need the visual aids as well. It will work for you. So what I'm going to go through is the six ingredients that you need to have on a Facebook ad in order to get the results that you want. And if you are missing any single one of these, any one of them, it's not going to work. So I like to liken this to Christmas lights. You know, the, the old style Christmas lights before the modern ones that my dad would have got out of the loft uh, every Christmas, sort of around about December 3rd, December 4th. He'd have got them down in a, in a, in a brown box, got these lights out of the box, uh, untangled them, put them on the floor, plugged them in, and then he'd started swearing and, and loudly complaining uh, in, in a sort of a Welsh Newport accent, as he would do, that the bulbs weren't working. And it wasn't just a simple matter of, oh, this bulb is out, take this one out, put a fresh one in, and then the lights work. It's because you didn't know which one of them was out, because it was what's called a series circuit. So if one of them is out, they're all out. It's kind of like um, Paddy McGuinness, no likey, no lighty, lights out, all out. All the lights go out. And it's the same with your Facebook ads. One thing is wrong, it doesn't matter how great you've got all of the others, they're not going to work. So I've got an acronym for this that I like to use, and it reflects the way my, my dad would react in this situation, and that's ACT MAD. A-C-T-M-A-D. ACT MAD. And that reflects the six ingredients that you require for the Facebook ad in order for it to effectively work for you. So the first one is the A is the ad type. If your ad type is wrong, it doesn't matter how good everything else is, it's not going to work. Uh, the C is creative. That's the image or the video. And that has a single purpose, and I'll explain that in a moment. And if that is wrong, no one's even going to see what the rest of your ad is for, what the rest of your ad is about, and your offer just isn't going to work at all. Targeting. That's an obvious one. That's the one everybody focuses on. Whenever I see people talking about Facebook ads in, in groups on LinkedIn or on Facebook, or if I see ads advertising Facebook ad services, it's always about the targeting. Targeting is just one of the six options. It's important, don't get me wrong, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Uh, the messaging or offer, that's important as well. If you get the messaging or the offer wrong, or it's aimed at the wrong person, it is not going to work. So that's the M of MAD. The A is attention. You need to be grabbing people's attention. If you're not getting their attention, they're not even going to read your ad. They're not going to see what you're offering. It's not going to work. And then the final thing is the one that everybody gets wrong, and that's the destination. Where are you sending people with the ad? And if it's the home page of your website, then why are you even bothering? So let's go through those in a bit more detail for you. The first one is the ad type. You may have heard the phrase horses for courses, and it's pretty much the same with Facebook. It's the ad type for the purpose that you want to actually uh, to do, to get the results, what it is you're trying to achieve. 
Now, you've got different types of ad types. So, for example, you could have, say, a brand awareness or a reach uh, ad type, and that's to get your ad in front of as many people as possible. Now, if you're trying to get sales of a product, if you're trying to get leads through to uh, your, your, your business, uh, inquiries, uh, people to contact you, people to send in their information to you so that you can contact them and make a sale with them, brand awareness and reach is not going to do that. It's not going to do that. That is effectively saying to Facebook with, with reach, for example, I want this ad to be in front of as many people as possible. I want as many people as possible to see this ad. And Facebook's going to go, okay, I'm going to put this ad in front of as many people as possible. And that's all you're going to get out of it. It's great if you're launching a brand new product, a brand new service, and you just want to get eyeballs. You want to get loads of people to see it. But if you're trying to get a, a, a conversion, if you're trying to get leads, if you're trying to get people's data, if you're trying to get conversations with people, then reach is not going to do it. It's not going to do it. Then you've got the other types of ads, uh, sort of the consideration ads, like um, an engagement ad or a traffic ad. A traffic ad is I want loads of people to click through to my website. Brilliant. What happens then? Nothing. Nothing. Because all Facebook is doing is saying, I'm going to put your ad in front of people who are likely to click on it. And that's what will happen. You'll get loads of clicks, but you'll get no leads. You'll get no sales. You'll get no conversions. Because that's what you've asked for. You've asked for traffic. Uh, video views, for example. I want people to watch a video. And there's a purpose for that. There is a really good purpose for that. But it's not for conversions. It's not for conversions. It's not for leads. It's to get people to watch a video. Uh, messages or lead generation, they're a little bit more towards what you're looking for. They're a little bit more towards what you're looking for, but they're not not the, the ones that are really going to get you the business. And then you've got your conversion ads. So conversions, catalog sales. Those are the ones that are really going to do it. So a conversion is if you want somebody to go through to a contact form and fill in the contact form and send a message to you. Then you need a conversion ad. That's what it's for. Don't try to use a reach ad or an engagement ad or a lead generation or a brand awareness ad if you want people to fill in a contact form or people to download your brochure or people to book a call with you because that's the purpose of a conversion ad. That's what that is for. If you're selling products, if you have an e-commerce website, if you're trying to sell products via your website, then you want catalog sales. That is what that is for. You get the wrong ad type and it is not going to work. I've seen this before. I've seen this in... Um, it was in a Facebook group, a Facebook, uh, supposedly a, a marketing experts group. There was a guy in this group, and he posted screenshots of his Facebook ad campaign. And he was telling people, I'm getting loads and loads of uh, links, clicks through to my website, but nobody's buying, nobody's inquiring, no, no, nobody's actually giving me their details. What's wrong with this? And people were looking at this ad. And they were going through the details on his ad, and they were saying, oh, well, maybe your, maybe your creative needs to change. Maybe your image needs to change. Maybe your text on your ad needs to change. Maybe the targeting needs to change. Maybe if you targeted a different people, perhaps that would work. And nobody picked up on the most obvious thing about it. It's because he'd used a traffic ad optimized for link clicks. He was telling Facebook, I want lots of people to click on this ad and go through to my website. And that's what Facebook was doing. Here's people clicking on your ad and going through to your website. And guess what? They're not inquiring because that's not what you've asked to do. So even if you go into uh, expert groups on Facebook and ask this kind of thing, you're going to get people who are going to give you absolutely duff information because, quite frankly, they're making it up as they go. They don't know what they're talking about. Your ad type determines your result. Get your ad type wrong and it's not going to work. You need to make sure you select the right ad type. And if you want a conversion, if you want an inquiry, you want a lead, then you need the conversion ad. If you're selling a product, then you need the catalog sales ad. That is what it is for. 
So the next one is the creative. That's the type of image, the type of video that you are using. And I get this all the time where people want to use images that are reflective of their brand, reflective of their their industry, their business. It's, it's about, oh, I want, I want an image that looks professional. I want an image that shows my team or an image that shows me or an image that shows my office building. And it's got to have my logo or my brand colors. And it's got to be on brand with what we do. And it's like, no, 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 no. Your Facebook ad image is not your brand. It's not your brand. It's to stop people scrolling. The image you use on a Facebook ad is not your brand. Its sole purpose is to stop people scrolling. If it doesn't stop people scrolling so that they click on the ad, there is absolutely no point in it being there. And I, we, we had this with a, with a client um, about two years ago. We were running Facebook ads for a client, and we were getting a huge huge return on investment for them uh, through sales because they, they were they were selling directly to the public and directly to trades so people were clicking on the ad they were going through to the website and they were purchasing products and it was getting a massive return it was something like two thousand percent um two thousand percent return on on ad spend which is absurd absolutely absurd and after the initial excitement of this this ridiculous return on investment uh, had died down after a few weeks. They, they came to us and they said, these ads are doing really well, obviously. Uh, but what I'd like to know is um, the, the images that we're using on our ads, they're, they're not really in keeping with our, with our brand, with, with our company. Our, they don't look like they belong to us. Uh, one of our competitors is doing uh, ads as well, and, and we really like the images that they're using because they're quite professional, they're quite slick, they look like they belong in that brand. Can we have images similar to what they're using on our ads? And we said, well, we could have folded. We could have said, yeah, sure, we'll swap the images for them because that's what the client's asked for. The client's always right, isn't it? The client is always right. No, to be honest with you, no, the client is rarely right in my experience. What we said was, look, we can swap these images to be more in keeping with your brand. We can pick images that are more like the ones that your competitors are using. But to be perfectly honest with you, if we do that, you're not going to get the return on investment you're getting now. And if your competitors saw the kind of returns that you were getting, they would want to use the images that you're using, not the images they're using. Because your images are performing better than theirs. And once that had been explained, it was kind of like, well, oh, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, we, yeah, we want to get a good return on investment. We don't want to be, we don't want to be wasting our money. And if we swap the images to fit in with our brand, then the, nobody's going to actually stop, stop scrolling and click on the ads. No, they're not. No, 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 no. The image is there to stop people scrolling. That's its, that's its sole focus. Its sole focus. If it doesn't do that, it's failed. Pick an image that makes people stop scrolling. So when you're choosing your image for your Facebook ad, think, is this a scroll-stopping image? If I was scrolling through Facebook on my phone, sat on the toilet, as that's where a lot of people look at Facebook, it's true, I'm sorry, it's true. If I was sat on the toilet looking at Facebook and I was scrolling with my thumb, would this image make me stop scrolling? And if the answer's no, then it's not the right image. Simple as that. The next one is the targeting. So we've got the A for the ad type and the C for the creative and the T for the targeting. So act. Targeting is the most obvious thing that people talk about. You know, it's targeting the right people and making sure you put your ad in front of the right people to get the right results. But what people don't often talk about is excluding the wrong people. I'll give you an instance. I, I like Lego. 
uh, I'm, it's, it's no no hidden secret that I like Lego. I've got a lot of Lego. And I saw an ad on Facebook a while back for a Brixel bus. Brixel is a sort of an American version, a, a cheaper American version of Lego. It's about a fraction of the size of Lego. They're really small, but they're really cool. They're really cool models. And I have a, I have a Brixel model already. So you think, well, that's a well-targeted ad. It's a Brixel model. It's aimed at me. Yeah. Problem is, it was for an Arsenal bus. An Arsenal FC, Arsenal Football Club team bus in Brixel. Now, that was targeted at me, presumably because I was into football, and I follow Lego, or something similar to that, or I'm into certain toys, and they'd have targeted on that. What they should have done was excluded people who follow Liverpool Football Club, because I'm a Liverpool supporter. So, showing me an Arsenal product, kind of not going to get me to buy that one, and it's not going to get me to hide the ad, to be honest with you. Uh, because what they hadn't done is they hadn't gone through and they'd eliminated all the people who wouldn't want to see it, such as Ars- such as uh, well, yeah, Arsenal supporters. They wouldn't want to see it right now. Uh, such as Tottenham fans, such as Manchester United fans, such as Chelsea fans, such as Liverpool fans. It's very, very simple to exclude people. And if you've ever played a game called Guess Who, uh, it's, it's, it's an old sort of board gamey type thing where you, you have two sets of characters and you have a card and, and you have to ask the other person uh, questions about the, the physical appearance of the person on their card, such as, do they have blonde hair? Do they have blue eyes? Do they have facial hair? Is it a man? Is it a woman? And based on whether the answers are yes or no, uh, you then eliminate all of the cards that you've got on your board until you're left with one and you can say, is your person Laura? Or is your person Mike? And that's how Guess Who works. It's quite simple. It's a very easy game to play. Facebook ads are very similar to that. You need to eliminate the people who are not going to be interested in your ad. So, for example, uh, we've run ads for a company that trains people to become mortgage brokers. And if you're into, uh, if, you, if you're in banking or if you're in insurance or if you're in financial advice, uh, mortgage broker is a sort of service that you could add on to your already suite of services to, to, to sell people mortgages as well. It's the kind of thing that would be a, a good nice product for you to add on, a nice add-on service. However, if you're already a mortgage broker, it's no use to you. You're not going to train to be a mortgage broker if you're a mortgage broker already. So people who are mortgage brokers is one of the things that you would exclude on your targeting. You would say, right, show my ad to these people who are in finance, who are in banking, who are, who are in insurance, but exclude people who are mortgage brokers. Exclusions are vital. Because if you're not excluding people who are not relevant to your ad, if you're not excluding people who are not relevant to your ad, you're showing your ad to people who are never going to buy from you, never going to click, never going to be interested, and you're wasting your budget. There's lots of different things you can exclude people on, for example. So you can exclude people based on uh, on geography. So if they're outside your catchment area, you can exclude them on that. If they're in a different country, if they're in a... Uh, an area, for example, if you're doing property and you're looking uh, for, um, say, you're looking for for high-end homes, you can exclude postcodes that are, say, a lot cheaper or are in a sort of a, an area that is, shall we say, not as exclusive as the one that you're looking for. You don't want to just say, right, I want everybody within 25 miles of my office because that's going to include a lot of properties, a lot of areas that are not suitable for you, and you can exclude those areas. Uh, you can exclude people who don't speak the language. If you're trying to sell service to somebody and they don't speak the language, then why show the ad to them? Now, that's not so much of an issue in the UK, uh, but in countries where where there are there are a lot of mixed languages, like uh, Canada, for example, sort of French and English, uh, then you would exclude people who don't speak French if you're showing the ad in English, and vice versa. 
there's no point showing the ad to people if they don't speak the language. And I've been served ads before in different languages. It, it, it infuriates me. Why is somebody showing me an ad in a different language in the UK? They've just shown an ad basically to people all across Europe in a particular language, and they've just not even assumed that people don't speak it. it it's just so easy to exclude it. It's so easy to do. Uh, age. You can exclude people based on age if they're... If you're targeting people for a certain service, certain product, that you think, right, this is a, this is my age demographic, then I exclude people who are outside this age demographic. You've got to be careful with that, though, because you can't do any sort of discrimination. You can't, for example, run a job ad for somebody uh, and exclude people who are over 40 or over 50 because you think that's too old. Facebook will not allow you to do that, and you get into a lot of trouble if you do that. So be careful for the reasons you are doing it, but you can filter people based on age. Uh, people are already qualified, as I say, with the mortgage broker. If people are already mortgage brokers, they're not going to become a mortgage broker again, are they? So exclude people who are already qualified in something that you were doing, or people who are already customers. You can exclude your own customer data. You could export your customer data, import it into Facebook as a list, and then exclude that if you don't want to waste time showing your ads to your existing customers. Or competitors. You can exclude your competitors. Why would you want your competitors to see your ads? If you exclude your competitors, you're reducing your budget, you're reducing the risk of people clicking on your ads and going through them or, or placing comments on your ads that you don't want them to, which can, can sometimes happen. I've seen that quite a few times. Uh, so exclude people who it's not relevant to. Uh, people of irrelevant interests or demographics. As I say, if you are selling a product that is specific to a football team, don't be showing it to people who support a rival football team because they're not going to buy it. They're not going to be interested. So exclude people with irrelevant interests. Um, irrelevant to your specific ad copy and creative. So, for example, if you are showing ads for, um, let's, let's say you're looking for people to sell their home. If you're looking for people to sell your home, uh, then you're talking about reasons they might want to sell their home. Uh, you don't want to be showing it to tenants because they can't sell the home. So exclude people it's not relevant to. If you've been enjoying this uh, podcast so far and you'd like to learn more about Facebook ads and how to use them more effectively for your business, why don't you join me for a free online training session on Facebook ads? I run regular training sessions online. They're completely free and anyone is welcome to join. To sign up for the next training session that I'll be running, just visit the website www.academy.engageweb.co.uk. That's www.academy.engageweb.co.uk. And you can sign up for the next free online training session on Facebook ads where I'll be showing you all of my favorite tricks to getting the best results through Facebook ads. And you can get a free training session with me uh, live in person. Uh, thank you. Right, so the, the, the next one after the targeting would be the messaging and the offer. Now, it's, it's important that when you set your ad, that the message that you use is aimed at the person that you want it to, and it's the kind of thing that they're going to want. So, for example, if you have the wrong message aimed at the wrong person, it will turn off the audience. It doesn't mean that your, your offer is bad or your product is bad. It just means that what you're selling it for isn't quite right. So, for example, if you're a carpet cleaner and you're running ads based on um, something like have your carpet cleaned uh, for your family this Christmas and the person who's seeing the ad uh, lives on their own and doesn't have family, then it's not something they're going to want because it's pitched in the wrong way. Uh, they may still want their carpet cleaned, yes, 
but you're talking to them about have it clean for your family. Or equally, if you were a carpet cleaner and you were running an ad at somebody and say, um, have your carpet clean to get the smell of your pets, your, your dogs. Did you know how smelly your rug is, for example? Get that out of the rug. Uh, and you're running out at somebody who doesn't have pets. Then it's the right offer, carpet cleaned. Yeah, could do with that. But the wrong message. It's the wrong message. It's not going to work with them. And I, I liken this to, to fishing. Because I know absolutely nothing about fishing, uh, but I have researched this for a talk I gave on this a while back, so I sound like I know a lot about fishing. It's like if you were carp fishing, for example, uh, he says like he knows all about fishing now. If you were carp fishing, for example, uh, you would use boilies as your bait. And I know there's a lot of fishermen listening to this now nodding. Yes, yes, you would. You would use boilies. Uh, whereas if you were fishing for salmon you might use imitation eggs instead. So it's the same with the Facebook ads. If you use the wrong bait to catch the wrong fish, then it's not going to work. You need the right bait with the right fish because that is what is going to get you the results. That is what is going to get you the results. And it all comes back down to your, your avatar. The avatar is the person that you are trying to target, your target client, your target customer. Who is it that you are trying to reach? So you should go through an exercise where you work out who your target customer is and what is it that, that basically turns them on and turns them off. So what are their goals? What are the things that they want to achieve, the things that they want to do? What problems do they have in their life that your product or service solves? Because if they have particular problems that you solve, those are the things you're going to want to talk about in the ad. What desires do they have? What is it that they want to do? What is it that they, they really, really need that you can help them with? What do they like? What do they like to hear? Because these are the kind of things that you can mention in the ad copy or you can mention in the video if you do a video and you can mention on your landing page if you do that. What are the things they dislike? Because if they dislike something, you might want to avoid it or you might want to play up on it. So, for example, with um, landlords, they dislike having to chase tenants. They dislike people who don't pay their rent. You can play up on that in the Facebook ad. Make sure you know what your target audience likes and dislikes. What is their current situation? Where are they right now? If Let's go back to the landlords again, for example. Are they currently managing number of properties themselves and having to run around chasing tenants and getting calls at 3 o'clock in the morning? If that's their current situation and they want to be in a situation where they don't have to do any of this, then you can play up to that in the ad text. What are their jobs or their industry? Again, if they're in a particular job or a particular industry that's relevant to you, you can add that. If there's a particular job or a particular industry that you'd want to exclude, you can exclude that and all of that is going to help you narrow down the target for your Facebook ads. So that's act m. Ad type, creative, targeting, messaging, and offer. The A for MAD is attention. You need to be grabbing people's attention. Because if you're not grabbing attention, then people are not going to see your ad in the first place. Now, on a mobile phone, on a smartphone, when somebody is scrolling through Facebook, this may shock you to know, but you have 1.7 seconds to grab someone's attention. 1.7 seconds. And if you don't grab someone's attention in 1.7 seconds, then they are going to keep scrolling. Your ad's wasted. It, it, it's not seeing them. And there are some ways you can do this. Uh, comedy, um, satire, shock value, 
moving video, breaking the fourth wall where the ad the ad video or the ad image isn't quite what it seems and it breaks out of of, um, of of how it can look we've done this before where we we took a screenshot of a Facebook ad video and it had all the sort of engagement below it you know with the like share and, and the reaction buttons and we put that into a video template and then this was I should explain this was for a a gardening tool this was for a Bird, a bird feeder that sticks to the window so that when you look through the window you can see the birds feeding in the bird feeder right in front of you and we superimposed a animation not an animation a, a green screen video of a bird uh, over the top of the ad so when you're looking at the ad it looks like the bird has come out of the video it's come out of the video on your phone and it's it's, it's right over it. it's on your screen and it's shocking you and that got so much engagement that got so many clicks so many comments and hell of a lot of sales as well because people wanted one of those i've seen similar things advertised on tv since uh with cameras built in them so you can watch them for wherever you are but this this was a simpler one this was about 12 quid and it just sticks to the window and it was a really really good facebook ad because it it stopped people scrolling and it grabbed attention and it really pushed the product and I, i've seen this in the real world as well so for example I, i've seen signs that say um if you hit this sign you will hit this bridge Clearly, they've had a problem with people hitting the bridge and not paying attention to uh, caution low bridge or bridge 1.2 meters or whatever it is. So they're now going with, if you hit this sign, you're going to hit this bridge. And that works really well. And there's a lovely one that's uh, outside, a, outside a pub that says, unattended children will be given espresso and a free kitten. Which means don't leave your children unattended. Uh, it really grabs your attention. It makes you realize that, yeah, if I go in there with kids and they start mucking about, then it's on me. It's absolutely on me. So that's attention. That's attention. The final one, and this is the one everybody forgets, the one everybody gets wrong, is the destination. Where do you send people after they click on your ad? Now, most people will say, right, with a Facebook ad, all I'm doing is I'm sending to the homepage of my website. They're going to the homepage of the website because that's the most important page on my website. No. No, it is not. Do not send people to the homepage on your website. I see this so many times. It's absolutely infuriating when this happens. If you send people to the homepage on your website, you are wasting your budget. You are just chucking your money down the drain if you send them to the homepage on the website because if they go to the homepage on the website, they've then got to look where they've got to go to do what you want them to do. So if you want them to actually fill in an inquiry form, they've got to look at your website and go, well, where's the, where's the inquiry form? Where the hell do I go from here? What do I do now? I don't know. If you want them to download a, a lead magnet of yours, say you've got a brochure or, or you've got some kind of magazine that you want to download or you want to capture their data without, they've got to look for the bloody thing because you sent them to the homepage. If you want to sell a product, they go to the homepage. They've then got to look for the bloody product. It, no. No, I, you send them to the most relevant page on the website that you want them to achieve. It's like, it's like if you were to walk into a room and there were seven or eight doors in front of you, which door would you choose? Think about it. Which door would you pick? There's seven or eight doors in front of you. Which door would you pick? There could be any of them. Any of them. It, who knows? There's no way of knowing which one you'd pick. And if you wanted someone to go through a particular door, chances are they wouldn't 
because there's so much option. That's what it's like being on the homepage of a website. There's loads of places they could go. They could go to the About Us page, the Contact Us page, the Services page. They could have a scroll down the website. They could go to the blog section. They could look at anything. You've no idea what they're going to do. So why have you sent them there? But you can make it easier. You could, you know, make something sort of stand out to them or, or make something glow, make something flash. So if you went into a room and there were seven or eight doors in the room and one of them was a bright color, one of them was different to all the other doors, then, well, yeah, maybe more people might go through that door. Maybe more people would pick that door. Yeah, maybe they wouldn't. You know, you don't know. But it will be much easier if, how about you send people to a room and there's only one door in it. There's only one door. They can't go anywhere else. Which door are they going to pick then? Well, they're going to pick the only door they can. The one that's right there in front of them. And that's what you need to do with your Facebook ad and your destination page. Take them somewhere where it is the only thing they can do. So, for example, you send them to the homepage. As I say, they could go anywhere on the homepage. They could click anywhere. You've no idea where they're going to go. You could send them to a list of your products. You could send it to a category of your products, and they could click on one of those products then, or they could click back to the homepage, or they could click to the About Us page. They could go somewhere else. If you take them directly to a product page, then, yeah, they could click on that. They could click on that, but they, they might not. You don't know. They could buy it. They might not. The best thing to do is to take them to what's called a funnel page, a lead magnet page, a landing page, whereby they have got no option to do anything other than fill that form in or download that lead magnet or buy that product. They can't do anything else. They can't even go to the homepage of your website. All they can do is do what you want them to do. That's how your landing page needs to work. Stop sending people to the homepage of a website because it is just wasting you money. So it's, it's like the equivalent of a single door. A landing page, uh, a funnel page, it's the equivalent of a single door in a room. They've got no option to do anything else. Uh, there's no links on it. There's no alternate options. There's nowhere else they can go. And it will have the highest conversion rate on your website of anything that people can do. The absolute highest conversion rate. And that is how you have to get that to work. So in, in summary, everything that we've, we've covered just now in the, the ACT-MAD acronym, so you've got your ad type. You have to choose the correct ad type for it to work for you. If you pick the wrong ad type, it doesn't matter how good your ad or how good your offer or how good your website, it isn't going to work. The creative has to be right. Remember, the purpose of the image or the purpose of the video is not to fit in with your branding. The Facebook ad image you use is not your brand. It needs to stop people scrolling. If it's not a scroll-stopping image, it's not going to work. The targeting. Obviously, the targeting is important. The targeting has to be right. But remember, you can exclude people as well. Exclude people who will not be relevant. Exclude people who are already customers or who are competitors who are excluded from your offer because they can't do it or already qualified. Make sure to exclude people as well as include people. The messaging and the offer has to be right. You have to get the right messaging aimed at the right people. If the message is wrong, it isn't going to work. Even if the offer is right and the target audience is right, if you're not hitting the right messages that they want to hear that resonate with them, it's not going to get them to buy. Attention. If you are not grabbing people's attention, they're not going to see it in the first place. Make sure your ad text grabs people's attention. 
Call out the target audience if you must. Attention landlords. That works. Because people know, oh, that's aimed at me. We've done it before. I see lots of other people doing it as well. It works. And finally, the destination. Do not get all of these other things right and then send them to the homepage of your website. Don't do that. Because it won't work. You'll just end up wasting money. And those are the six ingredients for a successful Facebook ad. You get any one of those wrong, any one of them, and it's not going to work. It's just going to waste your money. So you've been listening to the Engaging Marketeer podcast. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you like the podcast, if you found it at all useful, then please consider subscribing on whatever channel that you may be listening to right now. And if you're on iTunes, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review. That would be massively appreciated. And I will catch you on the next podcast. Thank you very much. (laughs) 